What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another H&K video game experience. Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire yet again for our, what episode are we on? 51st or something like that? 4,279,332. Uh, we had not done that many. <laughs> <laughs> I think 50 is more like it. <laughs> I We're don't know, somewhere like that. I think it is. I think this is our fifty-first. No, uh, maybe it's our forty-first. It's like forty-second, I think. Forty-second or forty-third. I didn't think we quite got to the fifties yet. Because I was thinking maybe we could do something cool for our fiftieth, but uh, I think yeah, the I Smash Bros is forty. But yeah, so yeah, we're well, we're right around there. Yeah, so we got our we got our um, smooth ramblings and clear uh, fireside chats mixed in, so it's hard to tell for sure. But anyway. This has kind of become a tradition here on the H&K Video Game Experience, or we're making it that way. We got an annual, this is our second one, we've only done one back in 2017, and it is our top 10. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> Why is it still going? Because <laughs> you got it on Podbean, I bet. Did you look at it on Podbean? Yeah. Either Google, Google Play does that too. So we're actually, um, sorry about all that, we're actually 42nd. This will be our 42nd episode. Okay. Okay, Super cool. Smash was, was 41st. All right. So we do our top 10 games of 2018. Now, a lot of people do top 10s, and they usually say, what is our top 10 games of 2018 that we played? Um, which we kind of put our own little spin on it. We just say our top 10 games that we played in 2018. They didn't necessarily have to come out in 2018. In fact, of my 10 games, only four came out in 2018. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, five came out in 2017, and one came out in 2014. So Um, uh, that's my list. Well, my funny thing is, is depending on how you look at it, um, some of my games came out way a long time ago, and then some of them didn't. So we'll just see how it goes. (laughs) Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's just kinda... Yes, I know. <laughs> well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look at it, and I'm trying to remember all the dates of all these games that came out, and I can't remember all of the dates of them coming out, because I have some on here that are, you know, retro games, of course. Cool. So, but no, they're... It's all good. So, we'll see how it goes. I didn't put one of them on there, so I'll go ahead and tell you one of them that I did not include on the list that I just kind of started playing, which is Final Fantasy III on the SNES Mini. If you guys are keeping up with the YouTube channel, I just put the Opera House scene on there. I just passed the Opera House scene, and when I went through it again, I said, oh, man, I have to I have to create a video for this to get this out here. Uh, it's an iconic scene in the 16-bit era. Some say one of the greatest you know, scenes, definitely the greatest of the 16-bit era. It's definitely uh, got a spot in everybody's heart that played it so to speak you know one of the old school uh gamers and man i just i love that game um it's my favorite game of all time and i'm enjoying playing it again straight through the story obviously i know exactly what's going to happen even you know some of the lines but um man i can imagine playing that story again for the first time uh it's just unbelievable um but that's a lot of old school gamers uh ian uh, henderson just commented on the uh facebook talking about that it's his favorite of the series of Final Fantasy. So, you know, he's our age, so a lot of people that played it certainly um, like that. Def- but anyway. It's definitely a great game. I mean, it was very well put together. So it's one of those that just have kind of a special place for a lot of gamers. So, so all right, well, um, 
You tell me, so what's uh, we're not going to do really any news, but you were talking about the PlayStation Classic, yeah. are you? There, there's just one little bit of information I want to drop for everybody, just so they know, just because we've mentioned it a few times here on the podcast. Um, with the PlayStation Classic, you know, it was supposed to be this big thing. Looks like PlayStation's losing a good chunk of money on it, and they've dropped the price already on it. So it's already down to in some places we're about sixty five bucks, where it dropped at a hundred dollars, and that was only a what, couple weeks ago, a month ago, tops? And so already mm-hmm. in this short amount of time, they've already dropped it down $25, $30 off the standard price. Yeah, it's confirmed. It's, it's kind of a piece of junk, I guess. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Well, I have I mean, no interest in getting it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to spend any money on that. And it, it's, it's, it's a waste just because, I mean, if you really want to play it, you can jump online and get the emulator and you've got it for free. Which, by the way... I got the Retro Pie now, and the one that you showed me to get on Amazon, and the one that you have on your Clearfire Fireside mm-hmm. Chats links to it, um, is the Raspberry Pi three. Yeah, is that three? So, and it came with Retro Pie already loaded up on the uh, S on the uh, little you know SD card. Yours so did. I didn't have to do anything with that. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah, then you had you you skipped all very of my easy. <laughs> skipped yeah, all it's my like God. that's all. All you have to do is now uh, format you a jump drive, load your stuff on your jump drive, and there you go, and that's it. Yep, so you had to put the jump drive in the pie, and then it'll folder it out for you. Mm-hmm. Put it in my computer, and I just loaded them up. Now, that main thing is because the Super Nintendo does not, even if I got, I got a um, component cables for it, that'll go into a my 720 TV, and it looks fine. But when you, even when you convert it to, uh, I got to just do... Um, AV cables to convert it to uh, no actually the a, sorry the uh, S video cables will actually convert into an HDMI uh, converter that I got it just does not look good and that's what I did do that it doesn't it's not that it looks it looks like kind of like it used to you know um, and you're just it's kind of blurry it's not you're used to HD so if you watch the top 10 RPGs SNES RPGs that's recorded all straight from a regular Super Nintendo there's no emulation there's no uh, SNES Mini, which is an emulation, but um, it's no Raspberry Pi. So anyway, but I got the Raspberry Pi so that I could record st- gameplay in HD. And dude, I got Terra Enigma. Oh man, <laughs> just just they didn't release that in the US. Um, I can't wait to finish that one. I've already I played it halfway through before, and mm-hmm. I got the cartridge for it. I got Mega Man Legends because everybody was bragging on it on the Facebook to try that on PlayStation. Again, though, PS2 does not go over to HDMI on the modern TV is good. You got to well. do components. So I can't con- can't con- uh, record it. But I did get the uh, ROM for that, Mega Man Legends. Um, all the ROMs that I got, I ha- so here's the law, just by the way. So we're not promoting anything uh, illegal. But you have to have a copy of the game to get the ROM. That makes it legal. Yep. You can have a copy. You can have a backup, digital backup copy of your game. So all the ones that I'm downloading, I have a copy of. Um, and dude, I'm not, not to get deep into it, but man, it's just different when you play it on the system. So um, I don't know why. So, uh, but anyway, I got to play Terra Enigma. I have the, have the cartridge as a, as a repro. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't work very well. It doesn't save. No matter how many times I change the battery, the battery will work for a month or two, and then it's out. So yeah, I don't know why. It's just crappy repro. But um, but I'm I'm excited to do Terra Enigma, man. That is going to be an awesome game. Um, and uh, Mega Man Legends as well. So I'll have some gameplay of that up there. Don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe a let's play. We'll see. But um, dude, I'm glad you 
introduced me to that and I bet your um your uh fireside chat is very helpful on that and I was listening to it again <laughs> now that I the first time I was like man I just don't know what he's talking about it's just so much information you know but now that you when you when you really are looking for information on it you know it's yeah. helpful dude because you know what you're talking you know you know, well, I try to I try to make it as concise as possible it on is. it because I mean, there's several steps to do it to do it right, and it's very easy to you know miss a step and actually fry your SD card. I actually fried an SD oh, card wow. one time doing it. I mean, it's not anything <laughs> bad. You can go out and you you can clean the SD card out and you, you can set it, you know reset it back and all that. But if you're not careful, you definitely can you know jack up an SD card to where you're going to have to do a nice reformat on it and everything like that. So. Um, I just wanted to put out something that was concise and everything. And I, I mean, like you said, I mean, it is a lot of data type information yeah. and it's not it's much a how-to like a, thing. Yeah. It's not really a, Oh, let me go listen to this for the enjoyment. It's like, Oh wait, they know how to set up a Raspberry Pi. Let me go to it. And that, that's what I kind of wanted to do because you know, a lot of people like these retro pies and a lot of people are doing them. And I had a lot of people where I work, you know, other friends come up to me and say, Hey, you know, you know, computers. So what about this Raspberry Pi? And so, you know, this retro Pi. So I was like, well, Hey, I'm going to do this podcast, put it out and you can listen to it. And that should tell you everything you need to know. Instead of sitting down talking to them. Cause I got tired of telling people over and over and over and over <laughs> those steps. So I know and I didn't listen to it. So like I got, I got the, my, uh, the dude that made this thing's telephone number. I can call him. He can walk me through it. And you were like, <laughs> you didn't listen to my, podcast on it but no it's very helpful yeah I had so to give him I, a hard time about that it was so funny he texted me he's like I got this right for a pie how do you set it up I was like you didn't listen to my podcast I was like I gotta get the emulators like you don't have to get that's when you were like you didn't listen to it yeah, it, had, he was like, yeah it was so funny because Hollywood was like so I have to get the emulators I'm like yeah you didn't listen to the podcast at all <laughs> but those little like, links are really helpful too yeah. that you have in there that's yeah, what happened the most I mean that, and that's what you need and, and I mean to me that I felt like that's what was going to make that podcast a good one was the fact that it had the links to everything so you could either listen to it or read it depending on what worked better for you so I uh, you know I, I wasn't I didn't want to put that one out there and say hey you got to listen to this and this is the only way you're going to be able to make you know you know build your retro pie I want to be like okay look here's several different ways for you to build your retro pie here's the instructions here's me explaining to you from firsthand experiences and going out like that so hopefully listeners out there you know if you want to build a retro pie go look up my fireside chat and it has it all there for you cool all right so you want to go first or me for this top 10 i i will i'm more than happy to start with this top 10 all right um, go with your number 10 it's gonna be a little weird for me because like i said i feel like my top 10 is not that good because i feel like i didn't capture all the games that i played but you know we'll go for it and we'll see how it goes so i'm starting out my top 10 with Mega Man 11 and i put Mega Man 11 here for a reason One, it was frustrating. Two, it was fun. And three, it was a great way to bring some nostalgia back. I know it's a game that just came out. I know it's one that, you know, we just played back in, what, October and talked about it. But I want it as number 10 because it's something that, you know, just made me realize how much I liked Mega Man games, how much I loved playing those back in the day. And it gave me so much nostalgia. It's not so much on there as my top 10 played games, but just as a top 10 of it has value to me for these reasons. And a lot of games on my top 10 list are going to be more value than it is actual playing. I mean, I did play all of the games on here, of course, but it's, I weighted it, I weighted it as value and Mega Man 11 has value enough to hit my top 10. And 
that's I mean that's why I mean Mega Man Eleven was just just too much you know it 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 brought too much to me and too much uh, old memories to not include it on the top ten list. You know I'm gonna make catch some hate for it, but I did not include that in my top ten list. And uh, one is because I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. <laughs> and um, and so that's a little bit of telling because I enjoyed the game and I was excited for it. If you kept it with our Facebook, I was always posting about it. Of course, you don't know who's posting, but we were always posting about it. And um, and so, but dude, I mean, and I enjoyed the game and it is a fun game. And I'm, I think it's a worthy ent- entry into the Mega Man series. But I guess it's just it as fast as it seemed to get here and, it, and fast as you could play through it, it kind of just that fast disappeared from my life. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And oh, I, it's I know, not, yeah. that's no hate toward the game at all. I think the game's outstanding and I'm going to go back and play it more. I'm sure. But uh, anyway, that didn't include it on my list probably for that reason. So my number 10 is the uh, game. If you listen to our podcast, if for any amount of time uh, in the past two or three times, you'll have heard me say lost sphere. Uh, from the makers of I Am Setsuna. Uh, the game is beautiful. I've recorded a playthrough on it too. And every time I go back and look at some of it, it's just like, wow, I have to do something with this this um, footage because it is just beautiful game. Um, the problem is, so far, that's the reason it hadn't really hooked me in. I've only probably played five hours in, five or six hours in, is because the story is just so, so out there. Um, it's something, I mean, you don't even really know who the, the characters are at this point, um, which is fine. They have an interesting, you know, to start unveiling this, the characters is great, but something happened to the towns or something where they disappear, literally disappear off the map. Mm. And you have to, only your guy can somehow bring them back. And you are just as confused as I am right now by hearing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I, I've, I'm confused by it. I'm like, yeah. and, I, and I've, and I've read a little bit about it, but it's just like, Wow. Okay. It's yeah. Like, that's kind of why confusing. are we doing this? I mean, that that that's really so. That, so in other words, there's no motivation for me to go do it except for just that. Hey, I guess I could help some yeah. people. You know, it might have been better to introduce a bad guy that, um, you know, uh, the 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 antagonist that mm-hmm. has this power. We're hoping he doesn't unleash it, and then he does, and he has a reason for doing it. it turns out your guy's the only guy that can save it, and then you kind of have a reason, some motivation there, but. Uh, so far, it, I'm hoping that it starts to... It got mediocre reviews. It came out in 2017. So there's one of my 2017s in October. And um, so maybe the story will start to unwind and, and kind of hook me in. I hope it does because it is a beautiful game and I love the old school RPG feel. Yeah. And listening to you talk about these games, I'm just sitting here thinking of more games I could have put on my list. Oh, yeah. It's and it's like, and it's like it's like crazy because it's like I'm thinking about that and thinking about the backlog of games I haven't played yet because... You know, I'll go ahead and tell you all guys, one game that's not going to be on my list is God of War because I haven't even opened it up yet and started playing it yet. I got it, you know, 20 bucks on sale. You know, I've got another game sitting over here in a box because it has, you know, it's a it's for the Nintendo Switch. It's Starlink because it has Star Fox in it. And I wanted to play that and check that out because they said it's a No Man's Sky with like more advanced stuff in it. So I wanted to check it out. Hmm. I've got that. I've got Octopath Traveler sitting over here. I still haven't played yet. I've got Monster Hunter generations you i still haven't played yet i mean i've got this backlog of games and it's just like oh my gosh just thinking about it so you'll probably hear me say that several times throughout this podcast like oh man i wish i would have played these games to add them in there but hey it just means more games to play for next year and our next top 10 i've got another year to try to plug in some games like that so cool so what's your nine my number nine is red dead redemption 2 cool and i put red dead redemption 2 here at nine for one simple fact 
Uh, well, well, actually, for a couple facts. Um, one is because I haven't played much of it, and so it just it's going to sit there. But it's actually uh, the only reason why I put it above Mega Man Eleven is because it does have some draw and some more meat for me to want to play it. You know, you've got the online mode that's just recently come out. And so you've got that and it's got, you know, quite, I've got quite a bit left in the story to play through as well. And it really is a very, very pretty game. I mean, it looks great. It sounds great. Um, the controls are of course are lacking. We've talked about it several times. I don't want to beat a dead horse literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's just, horses. it's just, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I wanted to put it on the list because it is a good game. And a lot of people have um, some value in it. It's just not a, I don't know, it's just not a game that just really has sucked me in yet. And um, I do look forward to playing more of it. But, you know, I did want to stick it on my top 10 for the fact that it is a good game and it's a good quality game. I mean, come on, it's one of the it's one of the top sellers of the year already. So, yeah. All right, cool. My number nine is uh, Golf Story. I believe it's a Switch exclusive download only game. And it's a little golf RPG. You're just a little guy uh, that wants to go pro or something, and he's running around the the country club and talking to people. He's trying to get the pro to train him, and you got to go talk to people, make decisions. It's real silly humor. Um, I like golf anyway, um, and so that kind of helped out, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of crazy. You can drop the ball anywhere and hit it. You do have to play courses. It's pretty simple control. Um, you do feel like you got kind of control of you know how you swing, your timing has got to be there, and all that. You think it's fair anyway. It's uh, you collect money to buy new clubs, and you can um, you know unlock certain areas or whatever, and then you'll have to go to another country club nearby to try to win them over, and so on and so forth. And it's just so unique. I mean, how much did I play it? I mean, I probably spent twenty hours in the game, and I had never finished it, but. It you know I guess also since it's on the switch you can kind of play it while you're you know if you're watching a football game or something um, mm-hmm. you know, in between commercials or halftime or whatever you can uh, you can play at the end but it's just so unique that it stuck out because I probably played that just Mega Man Eleven just as much probably Octopath Traveler more than that but uh, those two are not on my list but Golf Story just stuck out you know so something to be said about yeah. the uniqueness of it. So check it out. It came out in 2017, September. All right. I guess we're going to roll on to the next one because I don't really have much to add, to add to that because I have not played that game yet and haven't really checked it out. So it's cool. I mean, I like, I like I like golf games too. So um, I actually have Battlefront 2. Um, I played it a little okay. bit and everything. And I actually enjoyed it after they took the loot boxes out and kind of thinned it out. The only problem that I really had with it was the fact of how short the story was and... That just kind of you know, kind of detracted from me. I didn't like the um, the PvP part of it. it. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't just you know enthralling enough to pull me in. But you know, it is Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I really did like the story a lot. I just wish there was more meat to it. I mean, it just uh, Verso. She was a great character. I really liked that. They did a great job. They did a great job with making this brand new character. That's not a part of the Star Wars lore at all. That's now a center point in Star Wars lore between um, between um, Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens. You know, I mean, she, she's just a great character, and I hope they can do more with it. And I hope they have more story to her. Maybe some books, maybe some comic books. 
Um, I'm not really asking for a movie on that one, but it's just, I really think that they did a great job of adding some meat behind what happened right after, you know, the uh, Empire Falls. It was just really great, that story right there and how that all went through. You get to see the character change from being a loyal loyalist to the Empire to realizing, hey, the Empire is just bad and wrong, and you get to see those changes and they really wrote that story really well, and that's what made it stick in my head for me. And I really enjoyed that story, so that's why I have to put Battlefront 2 as my number eight. All right, cool. My number eight is Call of Duty World War II, again, 2017 game. And the reason I put this one here, I have played a decent amount of it um, this year. And uh, kind of get back into it every time. I'll crank it up and play it for two, two, three weeks, and I'll turn it off again and be off for a month or two, and then crank it back up. But uh, what I this what I like about this one this time uh, that really kind of solidified it for me is that I went back. I had a couple of cards that gave me the forty eight hour mm-hmm. Xbox Live uh, subscription, and I went back and got the Tomahawk videos off of Black Ops One. In Black Ops 2. And so since I had 48 hours, I went ahead and logged in and tried to play a couple of matches because before that, Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 1, Black Ops 1 particularly, was my favorite one. And once I played them a little bit, it really made me appreciate how good World War 2 is for a Call of Duty series. And so I really, really started uh, just to see how fine-tuned it is and everything. And so that's what solidified it for me. It's probably one of my favorite Call of Duties. Once they got all the pistol grips out of the way with the loot box deal, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that was about, but, uh, you know, you get a loot box, you get three pistol grips, and it's like, what is this? You know, anyway, we'll talk about that later. I'm sure me and uh, Revelation will talk about that when we talk to the Tomahawk podcast. But, um, but anyway, that so that that's my. Uh, I probably had it on last year's list. I don't know. I, I don't think remember. you had a Call of Duty. I don't remember. I don't remember it's last year's be that list. One. But I think you had a Call of Duty on there. Um, anyway. but I will. But I will add. You will never see a Call of Duty on Clearfire's top ten list. <laughs> I'm just. I can't get into them. I've tried. I just don't like Call of Duty. But you bring back SOCOM. It'll probably be in my top three every single time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's just how I feel about Call, Call of Duty. So. I guess we'll jump into my number seven now, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. I have Horizon Zero Dawn here mainly because I haven't had a chance to finish it, but it's a fantastic game. Another one of those beautiful games. I loved the fact and the way they did the bow mechanics. I really think that was great, the way they did that in the game. I loved the controls in the game. It was just a very nice, very pretty game, and the only reason why I don't have it higher is just because I haven't played enough of it. You know, it, 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 it's sitting back there saying, hey, come play me, come play me. You know, all the time I always look at it, but I'm like, <laughs> no, i got to play these other games because I've got other things going on that I really need to focus on these games to play for either the podcast or for other things. And I just haven't sat down and played that because that's one of those games that I just want to sit down and play straight through. So it's sitting lower on my list just mainly because I haven't played it. Um, other than that, it's a fantastic game. If you haven't played it, go check it out. You can get the Horizon Zero Dawn collection for probably twenty, thirty bucks now. It's just, it's, it's one of those. It's just a great game. It's a really, uh, it's a really well done game. And if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the top games of the year. It was released. Was it uh, 2016? It came out or 2017? I think it was 17. Uh, it might be end of 16. It got game of the year, I thought. But last uh, I think year's it got game, game of the year was yeah. uh, was what. 
uh, was Breath of the Wild, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so and I so, think it competed with Breath of the Wild. So it might have been 2017. So, but either way, it's a fantastic game. It, it got great reviews. It, go check it out. It's a PS4 exclusive. Um, so, and that, that's going to be a bad thing. You're probably going to see a fairly a fair amount of back and forth exclusives on my list. But go check it out. It, it's a fantastic game. All right, my number seven, Red Dead Redemption Two. Obviously, came out in October this year. And it's low on my list as well, man. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that it is. Everybody thought it was going to be game of the year. And I don't think that our expectations were over the top for this game. Um, as you said, it is a absolutely probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Uh, the environments are phenomenal. Um, the sound effects, the music fits. It's, that is not a problem. The storytelling is excellent. Um, so all those things that did very, very well, I've just barely dipped my toe into the online. There's really nothing there to, to hook you in. I don't I have no, you know, whatever. We're not talking about the online, but uh, just a single player game. Uh, the big reason for me, I was super excited about this game and I've kind of hit it up, talked about it on Smooth Around and stuff. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse figure to you or lib- whatever, literally or figuratively. <laughs> or, even liber- or even liberally. <laughs> yeah, liberally. I don't want to beat them liberally, just necessarily. And um, and so anyway, it's really the side mission stuff for me. And there's a lot of cool stuff. I've run up on a crime scene where there's like serial killers, a mystery you got to solve. I've only found one. I don't know where it is. Or what else to go after that? There's uh, I didn't look anything up online. I got a ton of treasure maps. hadn't found any of them. They're so hard to read. Um, the uh, which is that's not what I'm, I, don't, I don't have a gripe about that. But um, I haven't found any of them. The uh, there's dream catchers out there, so you can find that. I don't know what that does either, and I don't want to know. I like to figure it out, you know. But uh, the other stuff like the hunting challenges, the sharpshooter challenging. And don't even get me started on the gambling challenge. That is a whoever made that is evil. <laughs> the last three that you have to do are so difficult mm-hmm. to do, and it's nothing you can do about it. No matter how good you are at the game, you can. It's, it's like you got one of them. You had to get three hands of blackjack that beat the dealer with three or more hits. That is almost impossible to oh do. My and there's gosh. nothing yeah, you that's can insane. do. Yeah, I mean, you just got to hope it's lucky. I got a twenty-one. On five hits, and my la- I had a 19, and I hit a two on my fi- final hit. Oh, my gosh. And the dealer got a 21, too, so it is all for naught. It didn't even count. Yeah. So I hadn't even done it. I just skipped it. Anyway, even if you do that, it seems like the stuff you get, I've kind of already hit up on this, like weapon damage, uh, excuse me, weapon um, deterioration kind of slows or something. Like, that's not even a problem. I got plenty of gun oil. I just go maintain yeah. it every few few minutes. I mean, one headshot's going to kill you. Come out, you know, whatever. It's just this. The the point is, not a lot of good side quest stuff that I've seen in the game. It's just for the story. And so, when I feel like getting into a western story, or forgive me for saying, watching a western movie, I'll play Red Dead Redemption Two, and I'm enjoying it. I'm still playing it. It is memorable, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I just wish they would have done more for an open world that had better rewards to it. The rewards are just not there to, for me. But yeah. anyway, that's why I on my list. A lot of people say their rewards are kind of dinky as well on the game. I mean, yeah. you're we're in the era of games that have the loot-based games that drop a ton of loot, and with Red Dead Redemption 2 not putting out a lot of stuff, which I get it, they're trying to make you feel like you're in the Wild West. They're trying to make you feel like you're in the end, end of the West era and all of that. 
but they could have given it a little more than what they did. Which I do, like you said, I do have to say this because this is the thing that bothers me a little bit too. It's kind of funny, but they they tell you, hey, you're going to have to take it easy with Red Dead. It's a slow game. It's slow on purpose. I mean, you get off your horse, you want to hit your horse, man, that's going to take you, you know, eight seconds for him to get off the horse, walk over, tie him up. It's not quite eight, you know, but whatever. Loot a body. He walks over there to it. He's going to pick it up, pat it down. I mean, it takes time and that's, that's fine. You know, it's a slow game. It's a Western game, right? Um, but dang, if you have to go meet somebody, they're like, hey, meet up over here when you're done. You want to go loot 20 of those bodies that you killed? They are in no problem saying, oh, come on, what are you doing? Hurry up. Oh, yeah. Come over yeah. here. Hurry up. And you're like, dude, shut up. You know, I know yeah. to go over there. I'm looting all the bodies and checking the area out. You know, they do that so often and it's annoying. I mean, and my, and my thing about it is, is I, I get they want to put the realism in there for, you know, how it would have been back then and, and try to, you know, get you to actually feel like you're doing some of the things. But that's a problem as well, too, when you're trying to put actual real world time into it, into a game, you know, give it game time. I mean, look at what they've done. Look at what Rockstar's done with um, Grand Theft Auto series. They've got to made those games so slow, but they're some of the fastest games out there. You know, it's, 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 that's true. Game time versus they're using real world time to do a task that's in game time. So it's equivalent to like looting a body is like taking two hours. Exactly. (laughs) So so it's just like, it's just like, why are you making it? Why are you making it so close to real time when you should be making it more to game time? I mean, it's just that, that right there is what what has frustrated (laughs) me with it. And I'm glad I was able to put that reference in there because that's just, you know, that's one of those random things you don't get to use all the time. No. All right, man. So, what you got for six? All right, number six. Let's see. Let's see if I can make uh, Hollywood spit his water out. I'm Maybe. going with Destiny Two. Yep. On my number I six. Ho- I was hoping <laughs> it was on the list. It's it's on the list, and it's on the list for a few reasons. One, I keep on going back to it. It doesn't matter how much I complain about it, how much I fuss about it, how much I say that it's a terrible game and complain about it. I still go back and play it, and it it's one of those games. <laughs> I really hate that I'm going to say this, but I've made a lot of gaming friends out of it. And the unfortunate thing is, is people at Destiny have said that's what they designed the game for. You know, you have, you know, their main person, their main social media person, uh, Deej, always saying that. And so I kind of feel like I've fallen into the trap of that. But (laughs) on the other side of it is... In some aspects, it actually is a decent game. I mean, it still has people coming back to it. It still has people playing it. Um, it's not as popular as it once was. You're actually now kind of weeded out the casuals. It's not a casual game. So if you don't have time to invest in it, then don't pick it up. It's not. It's just not a game that you can pick up, play for five minutes, and then go put down and, and, and do something else. It's a game that you do have to put a little bit of time into. And I've, I've always liked the grind that Destiny has because I feel like the grind was fun with it. Now, granted, some of Destiny 2's grind has been a little ridiculous and a little, you know, extremely repetitive. But once again, I keep on going back and playing it. It's sitting in my PS PS4 right now, and I mean, it, it, if I come back to a game that much throughout a year, no matter how bad I talk about it, it has to be on my top ten. I can't put it higher than six just because of how I feel about it and how I feel the way it's been done. But it's that's where it's going to sit is, to, is number six on my top 10 yeah if you're having fun playing it that's all good man um 
that's uh, the thing, you know, I can't I talk can... about the grind. I can only talk about the fir- uh, the vanilla grind, which was pretty much non-existent. So. Oh yeah, there was no grind in Destiny Two Vanilla, okay. and then when they and then when they put in Osiris, you have a little bit of grind going in, and then when you put Warmind in, you've got some more grind going in, and then Forsaken, the grind just comes crashing down like it's just like. You've got grinds on everything. I love so the grind. That, so, should so have had Forsaken come out first. You know exactly like, like thing. What, what we've are, talked the, about it, but the way that the the way the game is now is the way it should have came out for D one a D two vanilla, and then that way you would have all of this in it. It'd be great. It'd be a great game, and I really feel like that they had a lot of this already designed when they dropped vanilla D two. They just wanted to make everything feel more robust when they added in. Um, DLCs. I really feel like they held back content like that. Um, that's just my feeling on it. Um, I feel like Destiny, or why not Destiny, but Bungie has really done kind of dirty on this game. They haven't really been forthcoming with everything, so that's why it's going to sit as number six. Alright, cool. My number six is Mario Odyssey for the Switch. Another 2017 game. And we have really enjoyed this game with the kids, and um, we finished, we went all the way through it, and you got to go back and get all the stars, and there's like a, well, I don't want to ruin it for everything, but... For yeah, because I haven't played, played it yet, it. I do want to play it. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it, but I mean, obviously there's, it's just like Mario uh, 64, when you can actually finish Bowser, then you got the chance to kind of keep running around and go get, collect yeah. all the stars and everything. So uh, it's like that, and we've gone back and do it. They do have a balloon game that I will say is super fun. Um, so you're going to need a lot of coins, okay? There's like 9,999, I think, is the max coins you can get. And uh, there's a way they do it with the balloons. Uh, Luigi's like kind of floating around on balloons. It's like a separate world you go to, and you got you go hide the balloon. And let's say it takes you 16 seconds to hide it. The person that has to find it, so you can pick hide it or find it. If you find it, it take, you have to find it in 16 seconds, and you get the coin. Cool. they got to pay like... You know, 15 coins to go do it or whatever. And if they get it, they win a certain amount of coins. And if they don't, so if you had it in a good spot, every time somebody tries it, you start getting their coins if they don't do it. It's pretty fun. It gives you the beauty of it is it's like passive income on the game. It's passive progress. When you're doing something else, making progress, you can, you know, oh, a little bonus. I'm getting coins and stuff like that. That's excellent game design. The more birds you can kill with one stone, it's just, you know, you feel like you're making progress. That's to me is what it's all about, but uh, you know, some people may not be, but uh, but me and we've really enjoyed Odyssey's on the Switch, obviously, and so that is my number six. Yeah, I look forward to playing that game. It should be a fun one. So it um, is. So on my number five, and I was gonna do it one way, but I'll do it a different way because there's two ways I could put it. I'm just gonna go with straight up Mega Man X. And the reason why I say Mega Man X is I was going to put Mega Man X Legacy Collection because I played that's what I was playing it through, but I'm just going to go with straight Mega Man X. Um, and I say Mega Man X because it's it's by far my my top Mega Man of all time. And when I when the Mega Man X Legacy Collection came out, I said I have to get this because I want to play uh, some of the other Mega Man Xs. And some of them were fun and all, and I, I enjoyed them. But really, I, I go back to playing Mega Man X. I've played it several yeah. times, and I'll play it again. I'll probably fire it up before long and play it, you know. And I really like it on the Switch. It was really nice having it portable. I played it some on my trip out to L.A. I'll be going on another trip to San Antonio. I'll probably play some of it there and then. It's just a really nice game that 
I don't have to put a dump a ton of time into. I can just pick it up, play it, put it down, walk away, and then pick it up, play it again, you know, months later and still, you know, remember everything about it. So, um, fantastic game. I played it. I played the, you know, this copy's actually from the Switch, but of course, I would say the original Super Nintendo version. So, I guess that makes that one of my really old games on my list. Cool. Yeah, the, uh, I had the, um, Mega Man X collection, or I still do on the PS2. Um, and I took it when I went on a trip, right? And stick my PS2. I was gone for, I don't know, two months. And, uh, I, uh, played it in the hotel room. And it's like you said, I don't know what it is. And I still can't put my finger on it this day. And I'd like to see somebody try. Maybe it's on the YouTube somewhere. But the other, you know, X2 and 3, the other ones that were on the Super Nintendo, there's really, I mean, what's the difference? I, I don't know. But for some reason, they're just not as good as one. I don't think, or just regular X, right? I, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I always go, I do the same thing. I don't know why, but yes, yeah, good choice. So anyway, all right, my number five is another Switch game, Mario versus Rabbits. And this is a strategy game. Oh, it's so much fun. There's there's a, some gripes that are pretty major, though. I was um, so close to buying it over the holiday, uh, over the holiday buying weekends, like the Black should. Fridays. There were so, so many deals on it. I almost pulled the trigger on it, but I didn't. You should, because it is... Su- I love those strategies like t- uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and all this. This is obviously a super easy pick-up-and-play fun tactic game. Um, the problem, so you got your weapons and you got your skill trees and you got all the different characters that are very unique. And, uh, like Luigi's like the sniper, you know, well, I don't want to give all the characters away, but, uh, you know, you'll have, I can't, I don't even know where to begin with all the different, they all have different abilities. They, you know, the strengths, if you're not careful, you can use their strengths that actually hurt your team. Um, stuff like that. Healers, uh, you know, you just got to kind of make your, you only carry three at one time. You got to make you do your best strategy, boss fights, all that. So much fun. The problem, the biggest gripe, and this is a, this was a universal thing for everybody, um, is that, you know, you got, so you're on an outer world too, and you're running around. It's not like tactics where you got to go to certain nodes and then start the story or the, or the, uh, battle. You actually can free roam in certain worlds, uh, to some degree. And so you, there's puzzles, a lot of puzzles to solve between your battles and you can get treasure chests and stuff. Well, your treasure, if it's not a weapon or skill uh, tree points, it's like sound, um, you know, music or game art and stuff like that. I mean, it's overwhelmed with that kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, nobody cares, man. That is way too much. You go through all this trouble to find a treasure chest and you're like, oh, it's a piece of uh, early game art or something. You know, I don't, I haven't even looked at them yet. I don't know what it is. Or, or not can listen to this soundtrack. Like, dude, nobody, it's just terrible. I don't know yeah. people like that. And that's fine to have it in the game. Cool unlockables. But man, that shouldn't be like in game. I don't know. It, I don't know. I just, it's just worthless to me because I don't listen to that stuff. So that's a pretty big gripe. I think a lot of people had that same problem. Uh, complaint, but uh, overall, though, great game. You should pick it up. You can get it for cheap on sale or something, 20 bucks, dude. No doubt. That's definitely one to get. I might have to get that one. I might have to check that one out. So, my number four is not so much one single game, it's a collection of games. It's the Nintendo Online. And I go with that is because the Nintendo Online that came, came out with the Switch just here recently 
is a collection basically right now of NES games. And I went through and I played several of them and just the nostalgia factor. I have to give Nintendo credit for doing this. It was a smart move on their part. It's $20 a year for their for their online membership. And you get right off the bat, what, 20, 30 games for free that you can pick up, play at any time. And it's the old classic Nintendo games. I mean, I, I started playing Pro Wrestling. You know, it's one of my one of my favorite Nintendo games. I mean, they've just got a ton of fun old school Nintendo games on there. And if you like Nintendo and you have a Switch, I recommend totally getting Nintendo online and doing that. I mean, one, they're going to start requiring it for online play with a lot of their games. They're doing it the same way the other consoles do it, so it's no surprise. But it's more than half the price cheaper than any of the others. You know, all the other ones run at 60. This is only 20, you know, so, and that's for an entire year. And you, you get those games and they're adding games each month to it or very, very regularly. I, I, I don't think it's quite each month, but they've added, added a few games fairly, fairly, fairly regularly. I don't know why I can't say that, but, um, so it, it's a great thing to check out, especially if you played, if you grew up playing Nintendo, it, it's just, Gives you the old school feel, and if you really, really, really want to have full nostalgia, they have Nintendo controller Joy-Cons that you can get. Now, they only work with the NES online, with the Nintendo online games, but if you wanted to have that nostalgia factor, they are the original shape of a Nintendo controller, all of that. So, fantastic little little pickup there, and you can only get them if you're a Nintendo online member. Okay. All right, so uh, my number four is a little bit of uh, controversy inside my head of whether or not I should include it as my number four. <laughs> but I have to say, I went back, or I didn't go back, I platinumed the game, so I played it and went all the way through it, platinum it quickly. So that, to me, is a testament to how much I enjoyed playing it. But by the time I got done platinum, I'm sick of it. And so that game is uh, Shadows of Mordor, uh, yeah. 2014. So we started... Um, my son and then we wanted to watch Lord of the Rings. We started watching and started getting back into it. Turned on that game, started liking it. I actually thought we were going to get one of the developers on the show, um, but he actually still works for Monolith, and they they can't talk about developments for their developer, their companies if they still work there. So um, he could not do it, but um, it would have been really cool. And uh, Coach RX has told me to play Shadows of War. We were going to do a podcast with Coach over these Shadows games, but I'm just so burnt out on Mordor that I'm not going to get back into war because it's supposed to be pretty much the exact same thing. I don't blame you. It picks up almost right at the tail end of uh, Shadows of Mordor. Shadows of War rolls on through. I haven't finished Shadows of War just because I kind of got burned out like you did, but they're fantastic games. Both of them are just great games. I mean, the Nemesis gaming system is fantastic. We've talked about it with Coach on the podcast already, um, at least to some extent. And it's a fantastic game, in my opinion. I I love Shadows of I love Shadows of War more than well Shadows of Mordor more than Shadows of War, but they're still both great games. Um, yeah, that's all I could add into that. So the thing is, um, it's you know a lot of there's certain companies. I think Monolith is one. This is the only game from Monolith that I can recall playing. Um, and so I don't I hope that they're like this. But the others are like ID. There's one that did Doom. Um, and then Rage, which Rage 2 is coming out. Pumped about it, dude. I mean, it is, you're not going to hear a lot of hype about it, and that's fine. Yeah, but get it. I'm telling you. I told told Coach to get Doom. I've told you guys to get Doom. He finally got it. He's loving every minute of it. 
Um, and so the reason I bring that up is, and the, the people 2K that do uh, Borderlands, is it 2K, uh, yeah, 2K or Gearbox or one Gearbox, whatever? Gearbox 2K, yeah, they're there. But they they seem to concentrate on fun factor before overall, and Shadows yes. of Mordor is like that. You know, uh, one thing about the Borderlands games, if you can develop some type of character build that's just ridiculously overpowered, they don't care. Uh, they like that. As long as you're having fun with it, that's all that matters. So they're not going to go back and revamp it and do all that kind of stuff. They're going to let you have fun with it. But anyway, I think that's what Monolith seems to be, so I hope that's true. But uh, but whatever. That's why I liked it, and that's why it was a controversy, because right now I would not play Shadows of War because I'm just so sick of Mordor. But, um, but it is my number four, because I, pl- I loved playing it while I did. Uh, it's a fantastic game, and Unfortunately, Shadows of War is not on my list, but you know I want to play more of it before I put it on a list anyway because it's it's a deep. I mean they're deep. They're actually fairly deep games too. So, all right. I guess I'm going to my number three then. Yeah. Um, and number three is going to be Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I put it as number three because you know I just got the Switch. I got it this year, right? Yeah, I got it this year, and that was the first game I picked up for it. And, oh my gosh, just fantastic game. I love it on Switch. It's beautiful. It's fun to play. I mean, like they said, if you can see it, you can go to it and you can do it. You know, it's just so open world. I love that. I love that fact. It's just, you know, the only thing that was not open world was the very beginning when you're on the plateau. After you get off the plateau, it's just basically go wherever you can. If you go over there and it's overpowered characters, you're just going to get, you're going to get smashed. Uh, you know, you're going to have to go find something else that's going to help you beat it, but you can definitely go over there if you want to. And if you've got a good enough strategy, you might could beat it even, you know, even with yeah, them being like overpowered. You know, you could beat it if, even if it's overpowered. It's just going to take you more time. You've got to have better strategy. And it's just, it's just fun. I've seen a lot of people um, do these, uh, do, do these little um, videos of how they've, you know, fight some of the toughest characters with no armor and a basic sword or like with only a bomb or only a rock, you know, it's just crazy things they've done and actually beat these overpowered characters with their characters severely underpowered. So, you know, it's a game that you can basically fight whatever you want to fight whenever you want to fight it. It's just, do you have the skill to beat it? And that, that's what I really like because it becomes it becomes a skill-based. And the one thing that's always annoying is when it starts raining in that game. You go and get struck by lightning every single time. <laughs> I mean, just you annoying. Just take your metal off. I don't remember that being that annoying. You and Dustin talked it, about it that. Was, it was so annoying for me because, like, I'll be running and all of a sudden it starts raining. And before I can even take my metal off, I get struck by lightning. And I'm just like, it just frustrates me getting struck by lightning because I was like, I know, take my metal off. I hear it thunder. I'm like, well, I'm in the process of taking my armor yeah, off and then boom it hits me yeah. yeah and so it's just it, it can be it can be a little frustrating so i mean that's <laughs> i remember uh, that as you mentioned it when you're trying to take it off quick enough yeah it's other than that i mean it's no problem but it's, it's just frustrating when it starts raining because it's just like well i'll just quit the game and wait until i start it back later whenever the rain will go away so <laughs> but uh you know it's a fantastic game it's really fun i mean really just being able to go anywhere you want whenever you want going to all the different shrines, however you want. I mean, it's just so much fun. It's just, it's it's such a blast to play that game. All right. So my number three is Monster Hunter World because, and this is one, again, I go back to the uh, Platinum Testament to it. I would love to Platinum this game. Um, (laughs) But 
there's no way I'm getting all the crowns. It's by luck. I mean, yeah, that's just, I just can't do it. You got to get the small gold. It's the smallest and the largest. And sometimes I put them in the arena or something, you know, and that's, that's great. But man, I can't, that's the, that's what holds me back. The crowns is the most frustrating part. Other than that, it's, it's so much fun to play that game. A lot of fun with the, uh, groups, you know, met, you know, grifted and met Max and met, you know, so everybody's helpful. The community is awesome. You know, we've talked about this before, but, uh, really enjoy that coach got into it. We even had the guys from destiny come over for a little bit and, uh, we all just hung out on this. It's a great group effort type of game. And just taking down monsters, man, is always fun. Getting your upgrades and loot and just, you know, the loot grind. A lot of fun. So that's my that's my number three. That came out in January this year, 2018. Sorry, so, I had to, had to snap. The dog decided to start rolling on the carpet in that's here. That's all good. <laughs> I thought I heard it. I didn't know what was going on. That was the dog. <laughs> the TV came on or something. <laughs> so... Well, the funny thing to make that to make this to, to wrap that up is is my number two is Monster Hunter World. Cool. So to follow it I up, I knew it'd be higher than on your list. And to follow it up, and the only reason why it's not number one is because there's another game that's number one that just has you know <laughs> that has me. And, I mean, it's just I'm <laughs> the sorry. The reason it's not number one is because there's another game that's number there, one. There, there's a, there's another <laughs> the reason. May what number one or two for me because there was another game for number two and another game for well, number just, one. Well, just it's. It, the, the reason why is because it doesn't grab me as much as my number one. My number one just you. grabs me no matter what. You know, I can sit here and think about it. I'm like, oh man, I just want to go play that game right now. But Monster Hunter World, I mean, like Hollywood said, I'm just going to be reiterating a lot of what he said. You know, we met some great people. Grifted, Max, Mr. Reptiles, E. We, we met that great group right there, the Bone Crew. And then we met, you know, of course we got our um, Destiny crew to come over and play it for a while. And we had Coach play it with us. I mean, we just had so much fun with it. And it was just one of those games that, you know, you get on, you play with your buddies. It's a social game. It's not one of those games. I mean, yeah, you can play it solo. You can play a lot of it solo. Grifted plays it mainly solo. You know, we very, very rarely got him to come play in groups with us. But when he did, it was so much fun because it's just one of those games where it's a lot of fun when you go get four of your buddy or go you, you and three of your other buddies go smash up monsters. I mean, it's just fun to track them, to hunt them, to kill them, make new armor, make new weapons. It's, it's so much fun. All of the new stuff that they added in with Behemoth, all of the arc-tempered uh, monsters they're bringing in. Uh, next year, they're bringing in a new zone called Iceborne, so you're going to have all of that. And their crossover events, that's what I liked a lot, too. You know, they had crossovers with... Um, with uh, Street Fighter with um, Mega Man, oh Mega Man with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. They have one with um, The Witcher coming out soon. There's talk of doing Assassin's Creed one. I mean, they just the crossovers make that game so much fun because you have that nostalgia and their little like holiday events like during certain times is a lot of fun too because they put out a lot of their um, limited time quests in those as well. So you add that in there. And then two, there's Siege Mode. When you get to play uh, Call of Turoth, it's such a great, great thing. I wish they would have another Siege Monster come out because I really think that they have the opportunity to make that better than just a single monster. And I guess you could call Behemoth a quasi-Siege, but it's not really it's not really as much as a Siege as what uh, Call of Turoth is. 
and it's just it's just so much it's it's so much fun to play the game. It's a really beautiful graphical game. Um, it's it's just so much fun to play, and it's so much to learn so many different things from all of that too. So that's why that was my number two. It's just a lot the of reason fun to it, last play. <laughs> the reason it wasn't uh, higher is on my list is because um, that it's there's those crossovers minus the behemoth. And I don't know what uh, Geralt's going to be, but like Mega Man and Ryu and all this. I mean, it's, it's cool, but it's not. A, that's kind of what they did over and over. And it's, just, it's not a lot of substance to it. Like, great, now my and my Palico looks like Mega Man, and it's awesome. But it's you know, we're, it's not a lot. You know, that should be like a little, just a patch, like a little bone. And then they did. But uh, Coach said it when we were talking about the uh, on one of the podcasts. He said it seems like they're just babysitting it, and I wish they would have yeah. had you know, some more DLC ready, you know, and I'm glad they didn't. So, so this is one of those tricky statements because I don't want to make them sound like, I mean, they should have held back some of their continents and then released it later as DLC. And they probably were like, no, because Capcom, at least with Monster Hunter, has been really generous. Wii U, all the downloads were free. Um, and so I'm glad they didn't. I just wish they had been a little bit more on top of the game, maybe to release new, more monsters that, you know, not something that, okay, they were a new monster, then I get in with a group, go whoop it down, and now I've beat the monster, and it, ever, and it took me one time. You know, yeah. the Cole Tarath, Cole Tarath was awesome. I love the uh, raid. you got to work together as a team. You might not get it right at first, and the way that they kind of build it up, that's cool. Great game, though. Um, but I just, it kind of died out, because there's just not, no more content for it, but. And then uh, you, you can, you'll, I mean, you'll even hear that from Grifted. He'll even say yeah, that sure. it's slowed down a lot. And he was hoping for more content. I mean, most of the people are hoping for G rank to come out for it, which I don't think there ever will ever will be a G rank for Monster Hunter World. I think that's just something they're going to hold back for the older ones. But we'll see what the future holds for Monster Hunter World. It all depends on how well their release of Iceborne goes, depending on how well Monster yep. Hunter World will carry on. All right. Well, my number two, which I think it'll be a good segue for you as well, is uh, Smash Bros ultimate came out a couple weeks ago december 7th and uh it's my the reason it is so high on my list is just because i get to play it with my son and we really have a great time playing it um and that's really what it all it is to it i mean how what do you even say about it it's a fighting game with a million nintendo characters it's fun to get on there and select random random and go in there and try to practice with each character learn what everyone can do like and then today you know, I, I, Little Mac's my guy now. Little Mac, <laughs> dude. Oh, man. He is so much fun. I go back to Ganon. I was beat. I mean, we were beaten down when I had Ganon. I was like not even losing a life or losing one life when we were, you know, playing two, three, four matches. And uh, and now I switch to Little Mac and I go back to Ganon and I'm not as good with him. It's just you lo- you get rusty. Um, you got you really just got to memorize that character where you're not even thinking about the buttons you're pushing. And that's kind of difficult. But, uh, it's chaotic, but you know, today before uh, I got up doing the podcast, I got Duck Hunt, you know, the dog oh, nice. and the bird, yes. and went online and tried to mess around. And it's just so funny to see people. It, it's fun to watch my son play because, you know, he's so young. And um, I wish I had it recorded so bad. Oh, so bad. It was sick. He was Mega Man. He was by himself and he's fighting two other guys. I'd already died. He jumped over this gap. This two, they were super good players, too. They hadn't even lost a life. This one dude, he was being cloud. He jumped over the gap. He turned around, Mega Man, turned around, blasted him with his 
charge thing, boom, where he couldn't get over the thing, fell in the hole. So the guy respawned. Mega Man stayed on his side. Both of them came to attack him. He jumped back over to the center of the stage. I hope I can explain this right. Mm-hmm. Both of them came up. He's throwing punches on the first one and shoots one BB, and it goes through, hits the dude, the the guy, the secondary guy. He falls down and kills. It looked so professional, like he just knew exactly what he was doing. It looked like a, <laughs> you're playing the game on very hard, and it is hilarious because sometimes he'll just jump around because they really don't know what to do, and they're trying. And they're like super, you know, these guys have played it. You can tell these guys have played Smash Bros. They put yeah. some time in. And he's just jumping around and they can't hit him. And it is, I'm just cracking up laughing that's so hilarious. hard. But that is, so, and that's ultimately what it boils down to. The video games is, are you having a good time? Regardless of, you know, we talk about Destiny. You're having a good time playing it. Dude, great. More power to you. Um, Smash Bros., you know, the content, like you said, how much can you put in a fighting game before you get bored? But it's, I laugh. We have a great time. I look forward mm-hmm. to playing it every day with him. And that's number two. Well, I guess, you know, I guess Hollywood did have it right. And I guess he already did have my number one pinned out and mixed out right there. I guess he, 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 he knew what I was thinking. And yes, Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate is my number one. And it's well, my you number turned one. turned me on to it, man. So I I'm, knew it would be up I'm, there. I mean, it's my number one because one, I played Super Smash Brothers back in college. Played the the mess out of this game just all the time. Loved it on the on a uh, sixty four and on GameCube. Um, didn't play it on Wii Wii U. So so I was out of it for the for those two games. And then you know they come out with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and I was like, I've got to get this game. And from the moment I've put it in my in my Switch, it has not come out my Switch. From the moment I bought it. It's been in my Switch. I've played it. Oh, that's that's the game I've played exclusively on my Switch. I love it. I can sit down and play it at any time. It's a game that literally I can pick up, play for five minutes, put it down, walk away, and then come back and still feel like I had a blast and had did a ton. Um, so many characters. Right now you're looking at, what, 74 characters that you can get in the game if you don't include the DLCs that are coming out. If you include all the DLCs that are coming out, that puts it at 80 characters because you've got the Piranha Plant plus the five others. Um, that that are coming out, and they have plans to even have more come out, from what I understand. So this game is not going to be a small game at all. It's going to be a very large game, and it's going to be a fantastic game. I mean, if you have not played this game, go out and get it. It's just so much fun. Like Hollywood was saying, I mean, he's having a blast playing it with his kid. So I mean, you can go have that fun with with you know with younger people because it's a game that spans the time, and it's just. It's just an amazing game. Uh, I mean, you've got an adventure mode. You can go collect spirits, and there's over 1,200 of those. So you've got lots to do just in this game. Super I massive. mean, just crazy for a fighting game. You got all of this, and the adventure mode is so much fun. I love playing with Kirby, going around, starting out with him, and doing that. And then you've got the challenges mode. I mean, the list goes on and on for this game. It's just got so many different levels in it that you can't include it. and you, you, You've got to always include it in your, your top three, in my opinion, just because if you're a fan of Nintendo at all, it, it's got the nostalgia factor. I mean, you got Mario, you got Yoshi, you got Samus, you got Ridley. I mean, I played with Ridley the other day. I played with Ryu the other day and was just smoking with him. It's just so much fun. I mean, you've got duck all hunt. kinds of stuff. Du- I mean, exactly, duck hunt. I mean, <laughs> duck hunt's the dog with the duck on the back. And it's yeah. just like... 
And then you've got, oh, and so you've got Donkey Kong as well. I mean, you've got uh, all that. You've got three different versions of Link. You've got technically two different versions of Zelda because uh, Sheik is defi- is technically Zelda. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you froze my, my up video, for a minute. Yeah, my video froze up. So, I mean, okay. you've got just all these different things. That just, just so many different characters. So much nostalgia. The boards are awesome. I mean, there's so many boards in this game. I mean, I got to, I've gotten to play on a bunch of them. And when one of the game, one of the boards is the, uh, the ball, the balls, one of the, uh, main boss boards from Mega Man with the big yellow guy that, uh, back um, and forth yeah. yeah that goes back and forth and he's in there and he hits you and the other person you know so it's just you know you've <laughs> got to fight you've got to, you're basically having to fight two things if you're only fighting another person i mean it's just that it's, thing it's sucks. crazy it's, it's hard crazy enough to game. avoid if you're doing nothing but trying to avoid that thing like a exactly <laughs> and then you've got that thrown in there in the game i mean it's just it's wild i mean you even got some sega characters in here you got sonic i mean it's just uh, Knuckles, Knuckles is one of the spirits that you can get. I mean, it's just, just tons of stuff to do in this game. So much nostalgia, so much just. It, it makes me feel like a kid again playing the game. And so, I mean, they even released GameCube controllers for it because the GameCube controller was such a great controller for that game. I mean, when you have a game that they release. A, a specific controller for you know you've got something good and something memorable there so that's why it's my number one it's got just too much it's too much memories there it's too much of a great game and two the sale speaks for itself you know it, it's already the number one selling game on amazon it's 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 in the top two selling games for the entire year of all games you just every it just speaks for itself this, the switch is the fast the Switch is the uh, fastest selling system yes. of the year. It's the fastest selling system of the generation. Uh, between oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's what I mean. B- yeah, b- between the PlayStation Four, the Xbox One, and then and the Nintendo Switch, it has sold faster and more consoles in the same time frame as both of the other as both of the um, Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. So yeah, that but it, has, it hasn't it. sold more in terms of just quantity yet, just because it's impossible. It's probably but never it, going to catch up to that. But it's but also within a certain time frame it has. Yeah, like it's, it's also years behind them too. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, and that's why it's impossible. I think the PlayStation's like 86 million. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, Xbox doesn't release their numbers because they're getting beat down by PlayStation. But you know, yeah, the figures uh, for Xbox are around. I think they're going to say around 35 to 40 million is what their uh, figures are. So what is what do you think my number one is? Since I guess you're number one. Man, I have no idea. Oh, you should. Uh, you know exactly what it is. You know exactly what it is. This is no surprise to anybody. This should be no surprise. It'll probably uh, be no surprise to me. I, I'm just sorry. I got, it is got no the dog over here whining and everything. So, All right. My number one is God of War PS4 because. Of course, yeah. It just. I mean, I don't even know. What do you say about it? Uh, again, the graphics oh, because are great. Of you, the reason why I went out and bought it, you know, I yeah. made sure I get it on a fun factor is there. Certainly, I've always liked the God of War games. This is one of my favorite ones. Um, I'll platinum it as well. So again, so I went and did all the little stupid little detail stuff. That was even fun. And so um, going back and killing all the crows and fighting, you know, the Valkyries, and you know, it's just the side quest. The story's fun. Uh, they haven't started making 
a second one, it does end like on a cliffhanger. But uh, it's not a cliffhanger, but you can tell that what that could make more of it. Um, and so, yeah, they were, they kind of, they, um, I don't say they, some, some, uh, journalists kind of teased that they're making another one and they have just used that as a headline. But the guy that developed it says there are no plans, right? There's nothing in development right now. He's not saying there's not any plans or anything, but, uh, but anyway, um, game of the year said, well, earned. I think it's better than any Definitely. of the others that came out this year oh, by to far. include smash. Uh, but, uh, with Smash and even RDR potential, RDR two potentially being, you know, close uh, second place contenders. Yeah. Well, Smash but, didn't um, come, Smash didn't come out in time enough to get Game of the Year. Like yeah, so and they don't care. I mean, Game of the Year they sold more. They don't care. Game, hey, I didn't get Game of the Year, but I made you know three hundred million in exactly. one weekend. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's my number one. It just kept my attention the whole... Again, you've heard me say it. If I play a game, put it in the system, and uh, it kept my attention. I mean, it's like Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I didn't forgot about that one. You know, mm-hmm. I played that one at first, but it's off my system now. You know, yeah. God of War did not go off my system. RDR is not going on my system. Shadows of Mordor never went off my system. So those are the ones that I uh, consider, you know, for my, my list there, or I consider them good games. Well, one, so, that, one that didn't make my one that's not on my list that I played a lot of was Trials Fusion. It's still on my system. It's one of the free yeah. games that from from there. You know, another thing. You know, there's no indie games on my top ten this year. You know, my favorite game that I love playing all the time. You know, uh, Don't Starve. It's not on my list. I actually didn't play it any last any of this past year. Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of shocking. But I also. You know, we were ha- we were more rolling with the podcast, and I was trying, you know, covering those games. And that's another thing too. There's not many games, if any, that are really podcast covered games on here. You know, that we really did in depth on. You know, none of the retro games that we really covered in depth are on my top ten. So it's just one of those yeah. things where, you know, it's kind of shocking to look at our top ten and say, "Wow, you know, we played a lot of games even outside the games we played for the podcast." Well, it's business. <laughs> you know, so to speak. I mean, I, Jaws and Top Gun and Karate Kid. Yeah, but if you, you know, I didn't put, play them before or after put, we did. If you the would reviews. put Jaws or Jaws or um, Top Gun on your top ten, then you know, there's something wrong with you because those are just <laughs> well, Streets of Rage. I mean, you know, that was a game that I didn't know a lot about until we started doing the review. Played it, and it learned fun. a lot about the yeah. history, enjoyed it, but I didn't play it again after. Exactly. You know, so stuff like that. Um, even the war games that we did, you know, oh, yeah. uh, so, but you know, it's just what it is. I mean, I, I, a lot of times we just go back and play the games like, a, like out, like shadow run. All right. I know it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Hadn't played it in a long time. Uh, so I'm going to go back and play it again before we do a review. Same way with final fantasy three. Like I said, my favorite game of all time, I'm going back and playing it again, but I'm doing a fun play. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. That's yeah. so that's a little bit different, but, uh, anyway, so, well, we appreciate you guys uh, listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the top 10. What's the, uh, going, you want to give them the, the download yeah. on the face on the 12 days of Christmas thing? So we got the, we got the 12 days of, we're calling it the 12 days of H and Camus. <laughs> so we're calling, we're calling, we're going to have a, we're going, we're going, we're going to have a little silly name there, but we want to, you know, give it, give a throw out to us. And what we're going to do is starting <laughs> on Christmas day is we're going to do a Facebook live and we're going to throw out a random trivia of video games. Who knows what it could be? It could be basically who Mario was named after. That's just throwing one out there. And you have 
24 hours to respond until we release our next one. And we're going to try to figure out a time to release them. It's probably going to be like five or six in the afternoon. We're going to release them for the 12 days after Christmas, uh, the, the starting yep. Christmas day in 12 days. It goes to January 5th, if I'm not mistaken. So one video a day for 12 days. Exactly. One question a day for 12 days. And it'll be me and Hollywood rotating out. So you'll see you know, each one of us doing it, asking questions. And all you have to do is respond back on that post. I don't care if it's out there in the open or whatnot, right or wrong. The first person who gets it right is the winner of one of the gifts that you see that was under my Christmas tree that I posted. I posted a picture of my Christmas tree with all the gifts under there with the exclusion of one. Hollywood has that one, and it's a set of uh, game coasters. So you could have that as well. And then I'm going to also throw this out there. I actually have one random person out of all the 12 days of Christmas winter, one random person is going to get a very special extra prize in their shipment. Not going to tell you what it is because I want it to be a complete surprise to whoever gets it. It's actually something that's really cool, something that's out now that you could go buy. But I got one, and I want to give it out to someone because I really think this that someone else could use it more than I could. And so I want to spread, you know, spread the wealth and, and let somebody use this and utilize it to the best of its ability. So, so you're going to do like a random 1 to 12 and then I'm send that gonna, out with the gonna, thing, or are you going to exactly. wait until it's done? Well, no, once, you know, basically, you know, because I'm not going to send them all out. I'm going to send all the gifts out at once. So basically, once the contest is over... That's when I'm going to send it out because if I don't have somebody that answered for a contest, we got to figure out what we're going to do as far as, you know, no answer. But hopefully everybody will, you know, will get an answer. You know, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to have a regular uh, regular time for it and everything. So um, just going to send it out all then. And basically what I'm going to do is when I have the boxes sitting up there, I'm just going to go reach over there and drop it into a box, not even paying attention to who it goes to or anything like that. I'm not going to, you oh, know, play it for that. I'm just going to drop it into a box that's who gets the special, you know, the special gift. And then all we ask from y'all is if you're a winner is to send us a picture with what you want. So that way we can put it on Facebook and announce all the winners. We want to have, you know, do, do a little special thank you to all the winners and everything like that. Make sure you get to get, get shown. And just to throw this out there too. And I feel like this is, this is the only fair way to do it is if you've won one time on one of the days, you can't win again. Yeah. So if you, if you win one day, then that's it. You know, if for whatever reason we don't have 12 winners at the end of it, we'll do whatever we need to, to get the other prizes out. But you know, if you won once, that's, that's it. You can only win one time in the 12 days of Christmas. So I'm also not going to say X prize is on that day. It's going to be random what prizes go out to, because I think that that would be the fairest way to do it. Cause they're all generic prizes. Nothing just super fancy. I mean, there's a couple in there I think that are really cool. So we'll just see how it goes. And uh, you're going to have to like us on Facebook to see the live video or to get the exactly. notification. So if you're listening to this and you haven't liked this yet, you got like one day to do it because this thing's coming out on Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> so you got one day. But so. um, but anyway, so cool. Uh, appreciate, you got, appreciate you guys listening and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Take care. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.